Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned, and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. Show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 44 called Holding Both. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. And it is the Friday after election day. And I knew I wanted to do a podcast this week. And it has been a crazy week as as most of you are experiencing with the election. And, and, and I was trying to come up with what I really wanted to talk about for this podcast because the the nation and people I know and everyone is kind of reeling from this election in a variety of ways. Whether you voted for Trump or Hillary, people are just really feeling this election more strongly than in the past. And so today I wanted to talk about, after much debate and trying to figure out what it is I really wanted to say on this platform, and you know, I really kept coming back to my own personal struggle. And my own personal struggle this week was how do you do both? How do you hold my own sadness, you know, I to be to be blunt, I voted for Hillary. You know, how do I hold my own sadness and my grief that the election isn't going, you know, didn't go the way I wanted and it, it the country isn't headed I believe in the direction I want it to go. How do I hold that? And how do I keep moving forward as the person I want to be who is compassionate and curious and wanting to know about the people, you know, those people in my life who I have many of who voted for Trump and 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 believe the country is headed into a, a positive direction with him. So here we are holding these two extremely different roles. And I think even if you voted for Trump and you, you know, you won the election and you might be really blissed out about that, it's still coming back and, and trying to be like, how do we heal this country? You know, how do we heal each other and listen to each other and be open instead of just sitting in this gloriousness of, yay, I won, or, oh, I'm so sad I lost, but that messy middle. And and truly, that's what I keep coming back to, because that is what living happier is all about, is, is really being honest and intentional about that messy middle. And right now, that's where we are. You know, as a country, we're there. As individuals, we're there. We're all kind of like, what comes next? And so, you know, the counter to that is living in a place of blame and shame and ridicule and and making fun of and, and demonizing and othering people. And that's happening now on both sides, you know, that's happening. The Hillary supporters are are blaming the Trump supporters and the Trump supporters are blaming the Hillary supporters for not taking it better. You know, we're all just sitting in this place of other and blame and shame. And so I really wanted to talk today about the concept of holding both and holding both is that I can be sad and upset about this, you know, the results of this election. And I can walk into the world with compassion and love. So I can be doing both of those. I can be celebrating that Trump won and being kind and considerate and curious about those, the people around me that wanted to, you know, the pictillary. I can be doing both of those. I can stretch myself to be doing both. And so often in life, we don't want to do both because it's messy. And so we'd rather just sit in our happiness and our joy that Trump won. We'd rather sit in our pain and our sorrow and just live there in the blame and the shame or live there in the joy and the bliss and the I won, we won, we won, rather than really sitting with the, wow, you know, this 
is a messy situation. And that was kind of the problem with the whole election, is that it's a messy situation. And both candidates were messy. (laughs) You know, no one was really talking about the tough problems here, and what the hard solutions we need as a country. And this stuff is not going to be fixed easily. And you know, there is no magic button is one of my favorite quotes, because there is no magic button in our lives and our personal quests for happiness and joy. And and being authentic and intentional, there's no magic button. And in the country's problems of trade and immigration and, you know, job loss and taxes and and racism and all of that messy stuff, there is no magic button for that stuff. One of my favorite inner critic monger things to do is to beat myself up for the fact that my life is, is small and my message is about healing the individual instead of working on a larger social justice issue. And at the end of the day, I keep coming back to if we could heal ourselves, we can heal the world. And if we can show up individually, and be kind and be generous and be compassionate, we can reach out across across the aisle, as they say, we can reach out to those around us and, and, and get to know, you know, the world is not absolutes. And right now we are living in a world of absolutes. If I'm a Trump supporter, that means one stereotype. And if I'm a Hillary supporter, that means another stereotypes. And we are not our stereotypes. We are so much deeper and more complex than that. And so not only when we're looking at others, do we need to be aware of that complexity and depth. But when we're looking at ourselves, we need to be aware of that complexity and depth, that I can have You know, I can say I voted for Hillary and there are things on Trump's platform that I agreed with. So we have a messy middle. And and until we start looking at that messy middle and really embracing that depth and that complexity and the fact that there is no magic button and we really start holding both, which means holding that messy part, (laughs) holding the idea that I, you know, want one direction for the country and the direction and the country's going in another direction right now, that I really am sad and I want to be compassionate and kind. You know, that both of those are very true. We can be holding two completely opposed ideas at the same time. And when we can start stretching ourselves and practicing that idea of really pushing to two separate areas, we can live happier. So it doesn't matter if we voted for Trump or Hillary or if we like vanilla or chocolate ice cream. You know, these these things are preferences that are dividing us. Instead of having the curiosity of what does that mean? Let's start having a conversation about what that means for you. You know, yesterday I had a client in my office and it was in two days after the election, I was still feeling pretty bruised and and she was a Trump supporter. And we had an awesome conversation about what that means and what it meant for me and and how she'd struggled in the past with different candidates. And, And it was a really juicy, complex conversation between two women who strongly believed in their candidates and strongly loved this country and really want to have compassion and kindness. And those are the conversations that need to be happening all over the place. Really be curious and understanding and to practice holding both. I can talk to you and listen to you and understand where you're coming from because I've taken the time to have empathy and compassion. So it's not just about get out there and love the world. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we need to be taking care of ourselves 
and honoring where we're coming from. And we need to be being compassionate with ourselves, with other people, with those around us. And that can mean saying, you know what, I can't talk about this right now, or I can't have this conversation, or this is too much for me, or I'm going to get off Facebook, or I'm going to get off social media for a while, I'm going to get off the news for a while. I mean, all of those things are valid. We need to be taking care of ourselves and then we need to be reaching out to those around us in, in a larger context, a trying to heal ourselves and other people. And the only way we can do that is if we start embracing the mess and holding both, holding those two completely different sides of the world and figuring out how to reconcile that. So thanks for listening. If you have comments or anything you want to share with me, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. I would love to hear from you and kind of engage in a dialogue around this stuff because I really think this dialogue is, is where it's going to ha- start happening. The change is going to happen there. And now it's time for the part of the show called the Weekly Ritual Challenge. So one thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week, I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week's weekly ritual is name five things you're grateful for. And I just thought this was a good time to re... This is a repeat of of one I've done in the past, but I thought this week, especially for me, this was a good one to kind of be implementing what are the five things I'm most grateful for. Just to remind myself that the world isn't all terrible, back to that black and white thinking, and there are things every day that I'm really grateful for that really stretch me. So I do this ritual before I go to sleep each night, I try to anyway, to kind of look back on my day and just name the five things I'm grateful for. And it's a great way to end the day, great way to fall asleep, a great way to review the day. And so I encourage you to you know, really practice this week naming five things you're grateful for. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have questions, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.